Hello everybody and welcome to Noctis Gaming. This evening we're going to be trying a new podcast which is going to be for um, myself and we've got Dion who's a regular uh, creator for the channel. We've got uh, Stefan who isn't a regular and then we've got um, another two guests as well who will be hopefully doing more stuff for the channel going forward. We've got uh, Joe and Luna. Um, so everybody say hey. Hello. Hello. Uh, Hello. <laughs> okay, cool. So um, we've decided we're going to be doing a our own version of a tale of war gamers. There are actually going to be five of us that are going to be doing it. Uh, we've all chosen our factions and um, we've spent the month doing a test model. Uh, so really excited to share this with you. Um, so we're going to go through each one of us and talk a bit about the faction we chose, um, the colour scheme we're going for, and a little bit about the fluff around the, the faction that we're, we're kind of working for. Some of it's not been completely ironed out yet. Some of it we're going to be, still be discussing. Um, and again, that's what this is going to be about tonight. So who wants to go first? Who would like to go first this evening, guys? Brilliant. <laughs> I'm easy going, I can go first. Brilliant. So okay, we're gonna start with Stefan then. So Stefan, um the first thing I guess we, we want to do is really talk about which army you're gonna be going for for this uh, Tale of War Gamers. Well, I've really wanted to do Blood Angels, but obviously they're doing the new release aren't they next year. Yeah. And I didn't want to miss out on whatever they do then. So instead I chose to do Astra Militarum. Okay. Uh, which I am actually really enjoying, actually. I thought I'd hate it, <laughs> which is not a good start, but I thought I'd hate it, but I've um, painted quite a few, actually. So. Oh, you have, you've done quite a lot already. You have, you've done quite a lot to start Be with, have you? Yeah, because I knew... I'm quite a slow painter. I'm a bit of a perfectionist, so I knew painting over 50 blokes would take me a while. Right. So I've started early... I'm proactive and yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. That's cool. So, um, with, with the army, have you um, have you done much um, uh, sort of thought about the the background of your force at all? Well, I kind of started off with a color scheme because obviously for, I quite enjoy painting. So for me, the color scheme is quite important. I started off with like a Mordian guard color scheme, which is like red and blue. Um, but I've taken my own twist on it. I've made their armor very like, warfare, like very urban gray. Like it's like just come out of the factory as like pure plates. They're all about the uniform. Um, and then the, the armor is kind of just a means to an end, if that makes sense. No, so it's sense. like a very regimental, but then all their like vehicles and all their armor is very basic. Like it comes off in the gray color um and that's all there really is to it okay well, that sounds cool uh and have you come up with a name for your um for your for your army at all no i'm still working on that to be fair um i think they're different enough from the Mordian guard that people are going to look at them and go oh Mordian guard but if they understand Mordian guard enough they'll realize it's not actually the Mordian guard because there's enough differences but uh i need to have a look into it and decide exactly what name to give them Cool. Brilliant. Look forward to having a look at them a little bit later on with the colour scheme. Um, Luna, let's go over to yourself then. Which army is it that you're going to do during the Tale of War Gamers? All oh, right. I've gone for Nids. I had a big box of Leviathan <laughs> that I was never going to paint. 
so uh, <laughs> this has been the inspiration <laughs> the inspiration to paint well it's, it, apparently yeah. it's quite good for that I, I haven't done a tale of war games for a long time but when i did it in the past it was quite a good motivator so um tell us a bit about your just a little bit about your your army and and like you know the bit of the background or anything like that yeah awesome so uh I, <laughs> weirdly it started with a color scheme like uh like stefan's I was at a hotel in Peterborough, not very glamorous, uh, and actually saw a plant with a beautiful background of this hotel, and all the colours were just beautiful. So I started there. Um, and you'll I think that is the weirdest um, palette. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I chose a hotel colour scheme. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a plant and a hotel colour scheme, which is a weird combination, right? So they ended up uh, oddly uh, kind of natural in colour, but also quite um, off-putting. Like it's quite it's quite squirmy colours, okay. um, and so the the story of them now is that they're almost a lucky troop of of accidental births that that look a bit different to everyone everyone else um, from a from a distant cold planet. So that's the idea. Okay, cool, cool. Well, um, what thing I should probably add in here, guys, is that uh, anyone who is listening, we may end up with nobody who listens, but if anybody does listen. Um, we are basing this around the uh, the Tyranid Crusade um, book that came out. Uh, did it come out alongside Leviathan? It did, didn't it? Where it's the Crusade stuff. Yeah, it did come out with Leviathan, yeah. I think. So we're going to be basing it around that. So um, Luna, by choosing to be Tyranid, has actually become the the main bad guy, probably, for the setting, effectively. So that's going to be quite cool. Um, so yeah, I think I should add that in there. It's probably something I should have said right at the beginning, but um, yeah, that's it then. So uh, we're at the middle point now, so I'll just tell you quickly what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be doing Death Guard. Um, I've done, um, I've gone for a very grim, dark sort of paint scheme, but very much along the lines of the uh, the, the Death Guard actual colours. So they're the green and the, the sort of like dark gold with. Um, you know the cankers bits of purple in in there to show like disease uh rusty they're going to be quite grim and, and dirty um <clears throat> the fluff around mine is it going to be some sort of war band probably led by my own lord of virulence that i'll come up with a name for and it'll be something along the lines of uh, of that but that's my faction next up we'll go for uh dion go on dion tell us about your uh, your faction please yeah cool so uh so i decided to go with necrons um the reason for that is a long long time ago we we bought quite a lot of necrons for some of our own campaigns and then one thing led to another and they just stayed in boxes so i thought this campaign was a really good opportunity to get that army actually done um with i haven't come up with much uh fluff wise uh Ooh. background stuff but i've come again same as the others i've come up with a a color scheme which i wanted to go really same with your um your guys i've gone really grim dark and i wanted them to be quite rusty and not clean okay. at all um so maybe i'd know the tomb world they're on wasn't quite as airtight as the others so <laughs> um, <clears throat> they've got a bit of weathering on them so um yeah that's basically the color scheme i'm going for um and it's going really really well at the moment surprisingly it's very quick actually which cool. always helps as well um 
but yeah, I haven't come up with a name or anything yet. It's literally just the colour scheme at this stage. Cool. Really, really good. Uh, finally, then, we've got Joe. Uh, Joe, have you decided what faction you're going to be doing for the Tale of War Gamers? Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm going uh, custom uh, Space Marine chapter based oh. on the Blood Angels. Well, the fluff around it is uh, potentially uh, of Blood Angel uh, lineage, but... Uh, is that a spoiler you've given us already? <laughs> it is, yeah, but it's up for debate, um, as is so many things in the Imperium. Uh, Fluff-wise, you know, it's it's all, all over the place, record-keeping, etc. So, uh, yeah, really playing on that part. Okay, cool. Have you decided if you're going to be all primaries or if you're going to be some firstborn thrown in there as well? Yeah, I think at the moment, um, probably the majority primaris, but um, I'm still I'm still kind of shaping up the I suppose the force. Uh, I've got I've got actually probably in reverse to a lot of people on the call. I've I've actually got uh, quite a lot of fluff, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> not much actual like how this is going to come together on the tabletop, you know, as part of the story. So. It's a different um, way of going at it, isn't it, really? Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm a fluffy guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. There's no right or wrong way to do it. I think that's the beauty of this. I think that's going to be what's going to be quite cool about it. So, so yeah. Um, brilliant. So, if we then, if I go back to, let me see, at random, I'm going to go to Luna. Luna, then. So, if you can tell us um, sort of a bit more about your scheme um, and the ideas around it. And we're going to put some pictures up here as well, so people can see the um, the models of no, the pictures of your models here. So we, we, we'll we'll do that, but obviously I get editing afterwards. So don't worry about that. But you can talk us through it a little bit. Awesome. Yeah. So I've gone, uh, like I said, this kind of sickly colour. There's a lot of uh, sort of deep dark greens that that clash a little bit. You know, right up against a bright pink. Uh, which also has an even brighter pink in it that also clashes. Uh, everything that's inside them is this kind of uh, almost gross yellow. And then they've got the natural uh, bone on them still to keep them that that natural kind of flavour. Um, I did do a couple of test models because Nibs obviously, some have brains, some don't, some have smoke, some don't. Um, and actually I've done a few uh, so far now, so bright blue brains as well, which should be really nice and clashy. It's this kind of sickly feeling, but but also a natural feeling. These are natural colours; they they make sense. But I don't know. I kind of wanted you to feel uncomfortable when you looked at them, you know. <laughs> no, that makes sense. Um, I, I I've seen uh, briefly. I think the yellow is a really nice contrasting colour on yours, like you said. And I think that um, that they they look very buggy, which yeah, I think is quite nice. But they got like uh, a a fleshy pink to them as well on like the skin yeah. areas, which like. It, it does look very like kind of come something like some horror nightmare kind of creature. <laughs> yeah, the, the yellow is that the, I think the contrast is coming from the flames from from the model is what I meant. So um, yeah, uh, maybe that's not the model you're going to put up, but it's, um, it's yeah, uh, yeah really with my nice psychophage with the smoke. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, and then uh, and then so base wise, I've done this cold. I'm going. I'm going snow. I'm going full snow. Uh, and I'm going to have uh, elements of different colours depending on what type of nid you are. So if you're a harvester, I'm going to use yellow in the base, sort of yellow leaves. Uh, if you're synapse, I might use a purple or something. I haven't decided them all yet, but some kind of indication of uh, which sort of pack you came from, which part of the nids. 
I was going to yeah. say, Ludo, I, I, I think I think what, it, it's interesting when I look at your models and I think about mm. Tyranids, that, that colour contrast and imagining a swarm of that chaos, that contrasting <laughs> kind of coming oh, across, yeah. you know, swarming across the battlefield. I think I think it fits really well with that sense of everything has a purpose. But it, as you've said, like the purpose of all those contrasting clashing colours is almost to make you feel uncomfortable and like yeah I can't even imagine being in a trench I mean yeah good luck to uh to Stefan's stuff that's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah well I'm kind of imagining it like blending into like a wave like if that makes yeah. sense like the colors like blending into like a wave of bodies that just come at you and I think that's quite cool yeah, I love yeah. That. wait till I paint the little guys and they all stand up next to each other exactly the same it's gonna be creepy as hell <laughs> damn that's quality thank you um Let's go to, uh, I'll tell you what, let's go back to Joe next then. So, uh, Joe, uh, talk us through your colour scheme then, mate. Yeah, so uh, as I mentioned, it took a bit of inspiration from obviously Blood Angels and, and how I tie that colours, uh, the colours of, you know, that you represent those uh, into the model. So, so really at a base, uh, I'm a big fan of, metals uh you know typical lead belcher fan <laughs> none oil all day long <laughs> yeah. um i i really like uh models which which represent function so you know it's metal armor at the end of the day you know no bright garish colors this is a person that was made as a tool for for war for battle uh so the base really is lead belcher through and through uh that's that's the base um the you know bringing out the red the the deep kind of visceral red on the shoulder pads uh, again gone with a bit of a contrast paint for that several layers uh, almost like blotchy in in a way um, right. and then really just to to bring out those embellishments you know with that kind of brass color so kind of like a light brass um, you know I I personally not a huge fan of uh kind of retributor gold and really ornate color schemes i'm i'm as i said like a much bigger fan of those functional colors i don't mind you know things being you know like the eagle on the chest etc being being kind of you know singled out but to me using those kind of more grungy colors i'd, I'd never go as far as like you know those bright golds and look at me i'm a i'm a custodian <laughs> type thing so for me it's all about how do we yeah yeah just like bring it down this is someone who's who's coming to hit your face off so uh, i want them to look look mean and angry um no, I like I like that. Yeah, it's just easy to I think to get carried away sometimes with all the, the shiny colours. Yeah, definitely. Uh, have you got any sort of like theme around the army itself? Um are you gonna go for uh like jump packs or is it gonna be quite a well rounded sort of space marine army? Yeah, so so the actual army itself is is called Noctis uh, Sanguis. Um so you know, going into the fluff around them, they they kind of appear um on battlefields uh kind of by surprise for everyone uh you know if we if we look at the law for example they they didn't even turn up to the siege of baal um which is surprising given the fact that you'd think they would being a being a supposed descendant of the blood angels um but you know that the law here is quite secretive and, and kind of shrouded so they turn up and, and really a part of that is this kind of fast moving almost a bit like a blur so so definitely to your point uh jump packs uh outriders you know vanguard spearhead type thing um i've always loved playing on the tabletop with fast moving armies uh and seeing how i can make uh perhaps more of a tough army you know fast moving quick nice and maneuverable 
uh, yeah, that's just my kind of play style generally. So uh, really trying to bring that out, I think, in in kind of how we build the army up. And uh, they like melee weapons. Um, I'm a bit of a sucker for that. I think all my armies, to be honest, <laughs> get up in people's yeah, faces and bash them in. So yeah, I remember. <laughs> bring back the flashbacks. <laughs> have some nice uh, uh, burnt guns, probably, and stuff as well, right? In that grungy look. That that's exactly. That you've been in battle yeah. for a while, and you know you've been you've been hard beating these things down. You were called in for a reason, you know. I like that about it. Oh, I like that. That's cool. Brilliant. Uh, let's go over to Dion then. So Dion, you're going to um, be doing these uh, sort of like rusty necrons. Um, mm-hmm. Have you gone with any sort of like theme around your your list building at all for the for the start of it? And and do you see that progressing as you go through it? So I kind of want. I'm trying to as much as possible to have each 500 to have its own theme. Um, so I mean, my first 500 is. Let me just bring it up. So I'm going to go with. It's it's going to be quite well rounded, but a lot of a lot of um miniatures so i'm going with the scorpex lord with his destroyers and then the rest are pretty much necron warriors and death marks so it's going to be quite a few shooty but then the you know the stabby stabby ones are going to be really really brutal no vehicles or anything in my first lot because i I wanted to go more with numbers than anything else Um, yeah but that's 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 kind of what i'm going with i've no idea how they're going to actually perform so I've not based this on any of their rules. I've just based it on what I wanted to paint as my first 500. And I think that's quite a good backbone for the entire, for the army going forward. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, so you, you said there's going to be warriors, did you say, in the first 500? Yeah, so I'm going with, uh, yeah, so Scorpex Lords with the destroyers, with two squads of destroyers. Mm. Um, I'm going to have one squad of Necron warriors and then one squad of Deathmark. Okay, that's so the first one. have basically equal shooties and equal stabbies. Nice one. Brilliant. Quality. That sounds epic. Yeah, that's, that sounds like it's going to be a load of fun to churn through. So, uh, yeah. I, I'm not sure how they do it, like, taking down big things or, you know, I, I honestly don't know how they're going to do on the battlefield. It's going to be quite exciting. But, yeah, I don't okay. mind either. So talk us through your colour scheme again then. So how how is it that you came to this colour scheme? Um, so as I said, we wanted to go with um, like a proper old rusty type of feel because I'm always a fan of the grim dark side of things anyway. So um, so what I went with was obviously starting off as dark as you can, so black, and then a dry brush of brown, like Monfan brown on them, so it's got that rust uh, underneath everything. It's quite and an then, orangey sort of brown, isn't it, Monfan brown? Yeah, yeah. So it, so it has that sort of rust look to it um and then it's basically building up um like lead belcher and then necron compound um, okay. and then finishing it off with like a grim dark wash um i'm thinking maybe of putting some more rust in some of the joints but i'm not sure yet because something like dirty I, down, dirty down the yeah bottom, well okay. i'm not sure yet because i think that might then be too much I don't want to maybe on the bigger units or something you could do it yeah on some of the bigger slower moving units yeah, potentially. And then I wanted the the actual power parts of them. So like the power going through their weapons to to have a bit of a glow to them. So I've done them with a an undercoat of white and then got like a red glow on them. Uh, but I think I might even build that up as well. So that really pops on the model. Um, but that I'm undecided. I'm undecided with as well. 
but yeah so the main body of it will basically be like a really grimy dark silver and then just with like the the power parts glowing like a reddy orange color no that sounds really cool you just imagine like the eyes just coming out of like the night towards you can't you exactly cool brilliant and uh so let's go back to uh stefan then so stefan your uh your army says a bit like the Morvians. we're going to put a picture of them up here now um so do you want to go through it a little bit more your color scheme yeah well i really liked well i did a bit of experimenting i really wanted to go with two quite contrasting colors i was taking kind of inspiration slightly from things of like the napoleonic era um i was looking at combos of red and green i tried a test model of that and even though it looked good it took me like twice as long to paint it just because maybe the paints i was using wasn't covering as nicely um and i think when you're deciding on a scheme you've got to take into account how easy it is going to be to paint the whole army and because it was taking me twice as long in the red and the green the blue and the red combo that i had actually covered much nicer and i liked it just as much so in the end i decided to go on a a red and blue scheme based solely on how easy it was to paint compared to the the other options available it's um, funny how the astra militarum player has to bring up replication because you have a lot of models that you're going to have to paint for for 2000 points which is what this is going to eventually stretch to well so, for the 500 great. point list i calculate i've got 34 guard, like individual men like Ouch. Which, like, because I've got one guy, I've got some sentinels, so there's a guy, but they're scout sentinels, so you can see the guys inside, so that's a guy on each one. Then the artillery pieces that I've got, I've got three people on each one. Then, obviously, I've got the big blocks of infantry, so that's why I wanted to get started on them, because I've got, for further on, I'm probably going into about 60 infantry, maybe just as a starting point, maybe I'll go to more, but... That's a lot of bodies, and I think I've used about 28 paints. I've gone a bit overboard. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> I I decided I wanted a red and blue scheme. I've gone with really poppy colours. I've used a lot of the new Vallejo paint game colour range, which some of their colours are actually quite bright. Um, so I've gone with a blue, like a navy blue, but it highlights up to like a, a teal colour. So the highlights, you've got a nice bit of teal. And then on the on then the red itself, it's more like a blood red. With Then it goes right up to a really bright red. I want the red to really pop on them. Because I want like the lapels. I want all like the extra little like straps and things all to kind of stand out in that red colour. That sounds cool. Uh, and the, the, the pictures that you've, you've shared with us here, they look great. So thanks for that. Um, really appreciate it. And... Yeah, looking forward to see how this army progresses. Um, when you come to your vehicles and stuff like that, well, do you think they'll be the similar sort of colours or do you think they'll be, um, you're going to go for a different style on those? Well, like I said in the start, I went with quite a, um, like I want their, their armour to be quite um, utilitarian. It's all about just doing the job. Like it, it gets the job done. The uniforms are the important thing. I want the uniforms bright, but the armor just to be very basic. So what I've done so far, because I've done the Sentinel as a test, is I've got the Sentinel in all in the grey color of their armored plates that are on the infantry. But across the across the front of the Sentinel, I've got like a diagonal stripe with a blue, red, blue 
hor- uh, diagonal stripe to kind of still tie into the colours of the of the army. Um, but the majority of it is still that dark grey because at the end of the day, it's it's a vehicle, it's utilitarian, it's meant to do the job. They focus more on the individual regimental uniforms. So I was trying to show that. Oh, brilliant. Thanks ever so much. Um, I'll talk briefly about my force now then, uh, as we've been for everybody else. So as I said, I'm doing the Death Guard. I'm going for a very, very grim sort of palette with mine. They are, um, I spray them brown using uh, game color, is it no, uh, color forge, something Skirax brown or something like that. It's a dark brown, or is it H actually? Yeah, whatever. It's a dark brown. Um, it's basically their equivalent of um, sort of uh, dryad bark. And I spray that from the, the underneath, and then from above, I spray uh, their Castellan green uh, equivalent, which is called Governor green. And um, that kind of creates the green from above, brown from below, where the dirt would kind of pick up. I then use uh, Death Guard green to kind of um, I do like a model effect on the green parts uh, and then I, I kind of pick up the, the brass which is um, uh, Balthazar gold um, and then I do I pick out the other details so like the gun casings black uh, the lead belcher for the metal parts which I, again I, I kind of do a stippling effect for that as well to make it so it looks a bit more textured and then I put a bit of rusty colors into gaps and um and, and like the bones that i pick out as well i wanted them to look kind of like moldy bones so i've gone for like an old uh, like an old undercolor of like uh, mourn fang and i built that up through to uh your rakarthi sort of flesh and bleach bone sort of colors so um yeah it's they, they, they're quite grim they're quite dark so you can see they're grim dark so did you stick with acrylics on that or you got some because obviously a lot of like the grungy kind of colors often like oils and things like that so so i'm going to add in an oil wash at the end um which i'm going to use like a rub and buff probably for it i'm probably going to use uh i've got some really nice ones from i can't pronounce them but is it abelstein or something like that 502 i think they're called uh and they make some really nice ones i've got one which is called um warp cellar gray or something like that and i think that will kind of look quite nasty but i also was thinking about putting maybe a brown into it as well uh so yeah no i am going to use some some more enamely sort of colors or some oils to, to to kind of make them look a little bit dirtier and and it will darken them they're going to be very dark uh, i wanted them to be quite dark and they will have like maybe some boils which will be the brightest parts in the models and yeah, they're gonna they're gonna look nasty, um, and I'll put some blood effects on them as well from their weapons, and maybe some poison dripping effects as well at some point. How much is people weathering their models? Just out of interest, like. Oh, I'm going full weathering on mine. So mine are gonna be chipped, weathered. They're gonna be blood. There's gonna be pus. There's gonna be the eyes are gonna glow. They're gonna be proper proper nasty when i when it's fully when i've done one completely fully finished you'll see it's going to be horrible sounds beautiful yeah with my netcons is a lot of weathering because that's basically the theme of the army is that they're it's old robots so there's going to be quite a lot of weathering on mine as well cool i think i might describe the way i've eaten you all but uh other than that we're going to look tip-top shape (laughs) 
<laughs> Can't wait. Okay, so um, let's talk about then the final part we really should go into is let's talk about the, the first 500 points. Now, I've already asked Dion about his first 500 points. Um, and we've also discussed it with Stefan as well, haven't we? Or did, did you go into the full 500? No, I just mentioned the few vehicles I've got in the first 500. Okay, um, you go, go for that then. Tell us about your first 500 then, mate. Well, I kind of went with a bit of a theme for my first 500. I wanted a bit of a recon force. Because I oh, thought, because yeah. obviously we're scaling up, aren't we? Yes, yeah. So I thought the first few battles, it would be quite cool if I've got a recon force um, and that kind of theme going in. So what I've started off with is, obviously this is all based on the current 500 points because next week it will all change. Um, of course, yeah, of course. Uh, but yeah, I've gone with three Scout Sentinels. Right. I've got two auto cannons on that. Okay. And then I've got a Laz cannon. Nice. So I've got one Laz cannon to do a bit of damage. I've, they've all got hunter killers, and hunter killers are pretty nasty in the current rules. Just one so, shot is all. Yeah, one shot, but obviously <laughs> they're guard units, and they have the regiment rules, so if they die, you can bring them back. They come yeah. back with hunter killer missiles. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so I do have some anti-tank there. If you kill them, they'll come back with new anti-tank anti-tank missiles so yeah. they're pretty nasty um but i wanted a large infantry contingent so i've gone with 20 cadians uh shock infantry from the combat patrol right yeah because yeah. i basically that was my main box because obviously i i haven't started guard before so i went where to start i got the combat patrol that came with the 20 guards uh cadian shock troops it came with a single command squad so what i'm going to do is i'm going to have one 10 man Cadian shock squad with the Cadian command squad attached. Then I'll have another 10 man Cadian shock squad on their own to do objectives or whatever else. And then I've got the two artillery pieces that come with the come with the combat patrol. I've gone with the bombast cannon or whatever it's called. Um, Cause I think it's quite cool if they're getting artillery support whilst they're trying to do their recon work. Um, and the scout sentinels, the whole point of scout sentinels are basically to call in artillery. So I think it's quite a themed list, like in terms of you've got the recon, you've got the artillery support, you've got mostly infantry. Um, and then, yeah, the scout sentinels are based because you get one in the combat patrol. I've bought another two to reach the 500 point cap. And I think that's I've got some vehicles, but mostly infantry. No, that sounds good. It sounds like a really nice and varied um, sort of list. So, yeah, no, that sounds brilliant. Um, I'm going to tell you guys mine quickly as well, because um, I've actually got it up in front of me at the moment. So I'm going to go through it. Um, so my my uh, 500 points is going to be the Lord of Virulence. Um, I've actually got a HQ in each of my 500 points. So that's the first one, except for the last one, actually. I don't think I have. Yeah, no, I think I've got three. Uh, yeah, no, I've got the Lord of Virulence. I've got two squads of seven Plague Marines. Um, they're going to have various equipments, bile splitters, bile splitters, whatever else as well. Uh, bolters mostly um just one of the bog standard but deadly um and then i'm going for 10 of the pox walkers and i'm going for the death guard hellbrute now that does actually take me 10 points over but then in my next list it's going to be 10 points shorter so it does even out um it, it will be 2000 at the, at the end so it's not going to make much of a difference uh because yeah i just it'd just be one extra to pox walker but yeah, so that's basically my army list. And um, 
I think we should mention here as well that what we've done is for this this uh, the theme of this sort of thing is we're going for a very narrative sort of campaign. So we didn't want it to become too uh, uh, too gamey. So that's why a lot of people haven't gone for the best and best and brightest, which you probably see in a lot of people's army lists, which is nice. And um, we're actually going to be doing on, on the off months between painting months, we're going to be playing games and we're doing points for how many games you play, not for how many you win. So it doesn't matter if you win, we just want to play games. So it's the more games you can get in is what matters at the end. So, yeah, that's it, really. Um, let's go over to Joe. Joe, do you want to tell us about your first 500 points? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So staying in theme with that kind of Blood Angels uh, descendants, uh, I'm all about melee, fast moving. Uh, so the first 500 points is going <laughs> to it's going to showcase that. Uh, so uh, HQ uh, is going to be a captain with a jump pack, um, because what I have a captain without a jump pack when he can move faster um, is my motto. Um, we're going to have some assault intercessors as well. Um, arguably, again, to your point, um, you know, not the most competitively played unit, but that's not what I'm about. So uh, I've chosen them as my battle line because uh, why would you not charge at the enemy when they get close enough? Um, so Assault Intercessor Squad. Um, and then in terms of other other units, uh, we've got a unit of Assault Intercessors with jump packs. Uh, so again, they'll be pairing with the, uh, the captain. Uh, a Scout Squad. Um, you know, first 500 points uh, to me makes makes a bit of sense to have that squad that can kind of infiltrate and would be kind of our first first people boots on the ground, uh, scoping out the enemy, you know, narratively, etc. So, yeah, uh, scout squad coming along uh, and then backed up finally by uh, everyone's love and favourite, uh, which is uh, squad of terminators, um, which will be probably rocking. Storm bolters, uh, chain fists, uh, or power fists. I haven't made a decision yet, to be honest. And um, probably the launcher side of things as well. Just just for a bit of anti-tank, because uh, um, I don't want to get run over too much <laughs> for the first 500 points. So, yeah, that's how it's shaping up at the moment. Uh, fast attack, uh, lots of maneuverability, and the ability to uh, teleport home onto the battlefield and uh, hopefully deal out some pain. So, uh, yeah, definitely keeping with that narrative theme. Uh, quite excited, actually, to use what seems like a small force, but something which can zoom around the battlefield and uh, get into Stefan's uh, infantry quite quickly. So uh, looking yeah, you're gonna be hard to pin down, aren't you? I think that's <laughs> gonna be the hard thing. Yeah, looking forward to that bloodbath. Uh, if I can make it to your lines without getting uh, las gun to hell. Um, what I think is gonna be more interesting is deciding why two imperial forces are fighting against each other. That's gonna be most interesting. So. Uh, <laughs> It's obviously, it's obviously uh, probably miscommunication. Yeah, as it is in, uh, the, in the Imperium, it's miscommunication. That's probably going to be at night, especially with the guard. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fair enough. <laughs> okay, so let's go over to Luna then to discuss uh, her uh, 500 points then. All right, yeah. So carrying on with that theme of um, it fits and it works theme wise, so we're doing it. Um, I like it. Gone with a similar kind of you know themed up chunks because we're going to go in chunks which would be nice so I've focused on um what harvester units I had so psychophage is my uh, model we'll be looking at uh, in this video my test model so front and center um and literally river swarms and then I've just based like points around it and models I wanted to try really so we've got neuro tyrants it's going to be the boss um, with some neurogaunts with them um we've got 10 termagants of course you have to uh, the psychophage of course a little river swarms some von ryan leapers because they are classic um and i think the only thing left from that is some barbs so i just picked 
a, a nice little 500 with a bit of variety to just come across the board and really try it out. I've not played with this very much either. So it's, it's good for me to kind of use this first 500 to test and see how we get on. Well, it's a good use of the of the Leviathan box, isn't it? And you've got the, exactly the infiltration units as well. So it is very yeah. kind of your first kind of task force on the ground. Definitely. Yeah, it feels that way. So there's going to be a lot of this kind of um, harvester aspect of it, right? Bringing people back, this kind of unending swarm factor in this first chunk, which would be really cool. Um, but then also we've got lots of synapse in there because of the neuros as well. So it should be it should be unending, which I quite like for, for the first one, bearing in mind it's only a small amount of points. Brilliant. OK, cool. So that's, I think that's everybody, isn't it? We've discussed everybody's 500 points now, haven't we? Uh, we have been through Dion. Yeah, we've been through everybody. So I think that's it. Well, I think we should wrap it up there then, guys, because we don't want people to get too bored of us. And uh, Basically, I'm really looking forward to it. It sounds like it's going to be a really good laugh and there'll be nice opportunity to meet up and for us all to have some extra games and stuff like that. And, uh, well, it's a motivation, isn't it, to play some games? Play some games, do some painting. And, yeah, it's, it looks like it's going to be good fun. So, yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, looking forward to can it. I just add, though, can I just add, obviously, this is going, going up as a podcast, but with the pictures we're going to be doing it as a video on our youtube channel as well so yeah. if you need if you want to see the pictures that's where you go to them um but yeah no as, as same i want to um ditto what you said as well any any excuse to have more games i think is good um so so i'm really really excited for this as well i don't yeah. think i'm going to do very well listening to all of those lists i'm um a bit <laughs> terrified but we'll see uh, it's going to be fun i think <laughs> i mean <laughs> The armies are fairly balanced. Like we're, we're not. I don't. None of us have picked a particularly like unbalanced armies, have we? No, no. So in terms so. of the overall meta, so I think the armies were quite balanced, and obviously we got then the points adjustment since. So I think I think mm. we'll we'll be there or thereabout on reasonable armies. Yeah, I think in the next video we'll discuss. Yeah, I think in the next video we'll discuss if there's any changes due to the points uh, deduction um, yeah. or the paints for the points changes. Um, so we'll have to we'll discuss that in the next one alongside um uh showing that we've finished our first 500 points and uh and getting ready for some games as well so yeah really exciting guys really exciting Brilliant. looking forward to doing this with you all and uh can't wait yeah can't wait for you guys bring, to come bring on some games and, and i can and i can kick your asses so, yeah. <laughs> the challenge is on i love it <laughs> all right is there anything anyone else wants to add before we finish uh, not particularly, I don't think. I think we've covered everything, really. Uh... Wicked. Nice one. All right, guys. Well, thanks again for stopping by. Thanks for everyone for listening to the end. If you have, please think about liking and subscribing if you're watching this on YouTube. It really helps us, and uh, it means you'll get notifications when you get any more videos regarding this. So, yeah, please think about liking and subscribing. And uh, if not, we'll speak to you next time. Take care.